everyone, this is Chris Keysport from Your Guitar. Today we're at the Brooklyn Bowl with the wonderful sisters of Larkin Pole. We have Re Rebecca on our right, easy for me to say, <laughs> and Megan on my left. Ladies, how are you doing? We're great. Thanks really for good. having us. Of course, of course. And these two ladies put the blood and blood harmony out of your guys' new record because you guys obviously have harmony vocals, sisters, and they rock and they roll. Aww. So ladies, let's rock right into this and talk about your instruments. Who wants to go first? Come on, Sissy. I would love to talk about this. Yeah, this is a very yeah. special instrument because it's my signature model. Yes. And um, it's called the Electroleash. And it's basically this new shape that I've designed yes. so that it makes it easier to stand and play lap steel. Now before, I'm sure we'll see it in a little bit, but this is kind of an evolution and a, a partnership with Beard, but it started with your old Rick, right? And That's right. what you've used or created to kind of make it similar to what you eventually designed here. Because I love my Rick and Backer, I love the sound of it. Yeah. Um, and I had a holder built so that I could stand and play more easily. Um, but it's very, very heavy altogether. So yeah. When I partnered with Beer, the idea was to create something that was much lighter and much easier to stand and play with. Uh, off the top of your head, I'm not sure you're down to ounces and pounds, but what, what do you think the weight difference is percentage-wise? It's half the weight. Really? Yeah. So it's a, this one's six pounds. Wow, that's like going from like a big 10-pound Les Paul <laughs> to like a really ash or a pine telly. Exactly. Oof. What, what else should we know about it? Like pick up anything else that you, you yeah, had so, Beard do for you? So this is a um, custom Lawler pickup, exclusive okay. to this instrument. It's a horseshoe pickup, magnetic. Um, and the shape of it, like we said, kind of like the Rickenbacker. It's yeah. definitely pay, play, paying homage. To yeah. It. Now, what did you tell Jason and the, the fine folks at uh, Lawler? I'm sure uh, Paul, I think Paul Beard, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Paul what Beard. did you guys all uh, have to say about the pickup that you were trying to probably maybe recreate with the old Rick sound? What were you trying to get there? I really love the Rick sound, and I really wanted to just bring that sound to this instrument. So really, it was just trying to mirror it as closely oh, okay. as we could. All right. And what should we know about strings that you use and tunings? I tune mine to open G. Okay. Um, and I'm using Ernie Ball strings. Is, is that a carryover from when you started on Dobro? Yes. Okay, so you, st so you always live in open G. I do. And do you live in open G or are you standard? I'm standard. Okay, so you yeah. guys kind of, again, have a harmony, kind of like a, <laughs> a, a symbiotic thing where it goes in and out, mm -hmm. working together. Now let's talk about your instrument. Yes. This is my number one. It's a 60 style Strat custom shop. Um, got a humbucker in the bridge, Seymour Duncan, and I kind of, I feel like I bounced around a bunch over the years. Like I've played jazz masters, yep. I've played... The green one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. played like an mm -hmm. SG, but I think for, for me, I've become really comfortable. We both love to run around on stage, which again speaks to the point of <laughs> yeah, yeah, you trying to find now. a way to like be a little bit more light on your feet. And this for me as like a, I'm six like six seven, so even I'm five, to seven. have I'm five seven. I'm six seven actually. <laughs> Surprise! It's trick photography. He's really really small. Um, I can run around a lot more easily, which yeah. is nice. Now, is this an evolution of you kind of getting to used to playing electric instruments because you guys grew up playing yeah. bluegrass style instruments yeah. and getting plugged in? But you, like you said, you kind of started on the Jazz Master, kind of with Elvis Costello in mind. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how did you get to the Strat? Is that just through like sonic things, or was it maybe your husband? Oh, uh, maybe a little bit. Also, thank you so much for knowing like our history. That's really you guys are awesome. Why should we know your so history? Funny. Yeah, I actually had this Strat built as a clone of one of Tyler Bryant's Strats that I stole and took out on the road. Ooh. Fender sent him this really awesome 60 style strap with yeah. the humbucker in the bridge. And when I was at home playing it, I was just like, I kind of want to take this on the road. Mm -hmm. But then I like had that weird, 
at war moment where it's like the competition that exists. I mean, because yeah. Tyler, he's 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 an okay player, <laughs> but you know, I really want us to both be in our own lanes. Yeah. So I had this guy literally built as a clone of that guitar, so it could be my own, but still like what I felt cozy on. I think you both have a unique instrument or uh, instance where you have uh, partners that are players. You're, you're mm -hmm. married to Mike, mm -hmm. and he plays, you know, with everybody, and he's always showing up at Carter. <laughs> How much of that works within your relationships, respectively, where gear gets traded, stolen, we'll say? Mm -hmm. how, how much does that, or influenced, like, in terms of pedals or anything like that, do your guys over the dinner table talk gear, or is that kind of, like, faux pas? Like, how's your, how's it work for you guys? How's it work for you, Meg? I feel like um, my gear gets stolen by him. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Mike, like you're on notice. There's a couple of Fender amps that have uh, suspiciously gone missing. Okay. Oh, very sneaky. <laughs> I feel I feel that I probably have a propensity to take more of his stuff. Okay. Um, and even you know on the Blood Harmony record, Tyler co-produced that record with us. Yep. So he kind of brought some newer pedals into the fold. Like we both use Rodenberg, his signature. Okay. It's Rodenberg um, Amplification, their German company. It's a TV drive, and so we both have really enjoyed using those. It's sort of like two tube schemers back to back. Yeah. So that's. One Something of Tyler's signature. Yeah. yeah, definitely take it from him. And this pedal, um, the Royal Jelly by Beatronics, he had that from the folks at Beatronics mm -hmm. when we were tracking. Um, and Bad Spell is a song on the record that uses this incredible, it's very versatile overdrive and fuzz. Can we hear it real quick? Yeah, Just for definitely. the folks at home? It's so fun. It's so fun. Um, it is sort of like the signature. <laughs> Wild, yeah. which I love. Is that your first time ever messing with a fuzz? Because I know you guys have kept it pretty simple in terms of pedals and stuff you used. Not first time, but the first one that's really stuck on my board. Okay. For This has been probably about a year I've had it on my board. The first time that you're admitting to have a committed relationship with fuzz. Before you're like flirting with it. Just toying around <laughs> yeah. secretly under Side the cover piece. of night. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So which we know about your strings and tunings. Yeah. So I'll do a, I do a lot of standard. Okay. Um, when I was a new songwriter and I was newer to guitar, I would cross-tune my guitar in all kind of crazy tunings just to like find inspiration yeah. for writing. But then I realized that's challenging to have on the road because you're having like a guitar change every song. Mm -hmm. So I've tried to stay in, in standard as much as I can. A lot of drop D, so just okay. drop in my low E down to a D. Um, and I play Ernie Balls, like some of the, I like the coded ones from Ernie Ball. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I know that you guys both have a couple of instruments, but we're against time, so maybe just get one more special instrument, and then Let's we'll, we'll go from it. there. Let's do it. Okay. All right, Megan, uh, you guys got two different guitars we're going to talk about. we got to start with this boat anchor, this historic <laughs> boat anchor. Tell me about this thing. That's right. So this is my Rickenbacker original. Um, and as you can see, this is the holder that I was talking about yeah. that a family friend helped me build. Oh, cool. And it's been with me for many years. I think it's a decade now. Now, is that titanium to reduce weight or what is the actual it's, metal? Yeah, it's aluminum. Okay, aluminum, yeah. Yeah, so it's as light as it can possibly be. Um, but you can definitely see that's the shape of my new guitar. So <laughs> yeah. I, I just laid this one down on cardboard? a piece of cardboard, okay. <laughs> just traced it out, sent it along, and the new one was made from that template. Well, can we hear it real quick? Yeah. Beautiful little panda of a guitar. Man, that it sounds great. Yeah, I love it. Now, what should we know about this telly? That it's beautiful. Well, of course. <laughs> First and foremost, it's a 50 style, and it's the Blackguard telly, which I... 
So I, I've made friends with some of the folks over at Fender, and Mike, one of the one of the artist reps over there, was talking to me. I was saying, "Hey, I really want to get a telly," and I had built up this ridiculous quote about like basically taking a new style telly and trying to make it old. And he's like, "Listen, I see what you're doing. I highly recommend you just try the black art telly. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing. You're gonna love it." So we went for it, and I've enjoyed having it so so much. It's a beautiful have, guitar. Have you done anything to it? No, it's just so straight. Just as you got it. Just as I got it. But I mean, you really can't, like, this is the most blinging thing I own. Like, I'm not a big, like, girly girl, but this is... It's cool because it kind of reminds me of Brad's, Brad Paisley's signature yeah. telly with the gray sparkle, but his kind of has the wear, the road wornness, mm -hmm. where yours is just cracked all hell. It like is. Like, the, the cracking and, of it. And I can't even, obviously, take credit for that. That's all the custom shop, too, but it's just so pretty. But it adds so much to the, to the sparkle, too. Yeah, I love it. Can we hear that one of quick? Of course. <laughs> It's like, you can't beat it. It's spanky as hell. Yeah. Now, when do you use this guitar in comparison to the Strat we already saw? You know, I would love to play this guitar more than I do, but oftentimes when we're on tour, we run into a lot of dirty power in venues. Uh, and so even even more so than any of my other guitars, this one will just be like honking loud. Yeah. But I'm probably going to try to make some changes. I want to get like maybe a, a hum, like a, what are they called? Oh, a noise gate or something. A noise gate, something yeah, like yeah. that. Just to where I can use it with a bit more like regularity because it's such a cool guitar. And the, the neck profile is definitely bigger than my Strat, so I think I play a little bit differently I'm sure. when I'm playing this guitar, but it's cool. Now, I, I know that we're trying to expedite this rundown for sound check and so we don't get removed from Brooklyn Bowl, <laughs> but uh, what else are you playing live that we can throw yeah. up a photo on? I, I still travel with that that um, original Strat that I cloned my tortoiseshell uh, Strat off of. It's technically called the Stolen Special. So whenever Tyler Bryant's uh, OG pinky guitar got stolen, mm -hmm. Fender was so kind they sent him this guitar. So it's underlay pink and then it's painted white as if it was like oh, a found cool. guitar. Yeah. So it's a pretty story guitar. I love it so much. And then I also am playing a Red Sparkle Jet by Gretsch. You love the sparkle. I do love the sparkle. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's catching. It's contagious. Yes. Now, uh, I know that you guys are both amp dorks, but you have uh, kind of standard looks like run-of-the-mill uh, deluxe reverbs, right? Yeah, we figure tried and true. Um, at home, one of our favorite, I think it's probably our oldest piece of gear that we collectively own. It's more yours than mine, the Vibralux. Yeah. It's like a 71 or 72 Vibralux mm -hmm. or something like that. So that's like a treasury possession, but we just don't want to bring them out on the road. Understandable. I've got a really cool um, OG Princeton without the reverb tank that oh. I love. But that, and it, so it's like light as a feather. Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of, it's fun, but I, I just leave it at home as well. Makes sense, makes sense. It's practical. Yeah. Well, let's get through your pedal board. They're nearly identical, but there are probably some different patches within the HX stuff. So walk us through what you guys are using and how you're using it to complement and also stand out separately. Yeah. Who wants to take first? Big, we're big proponents of tried and true. Okay. And so, like, I have... It's fairly simple, to be honest. Um, I mostly just have my HX effects, line six, and everything's running through that, but... Um, the Rodenberg pet pedal that Rebecca mentioned earlier, okay. mm -hmm. um, that's my main drive. And I've got an Ernie Ball volume pedal, good tuner, Peterson. Um, and then this Iridium Stry by Strymon is, is really cool for just adding kind of a, another um, fail safe for, for if we ever have any problems with the amps, we can have that guy. Mm -hmm. That's just... A speaker provides, emulator. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Um, and what about different patches you have in the HX? Are you, do you have a lot or is it kind of just almost treated like a pedal board? 
Yeah, it's kind of treated like a pedal board, except for I have some um, slap delay, a long delay, and then a freeze that I'll sometimes use if I'm doing something on solo. And mm. then I can have kind of a note just and going, going over underneath. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. 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 And what's the, is it a fuzz pie, it says? That's still, that one's um, still a work in progress. Okay. I'm still, I want to have something <laughs> in that spot and I have not figured out exactly what. <laughs> and the last thing I got to ask is what, what's the reference or what sound should we hear when you kick on the queen? The queen is this. This uh, oh, okay. TV drive pedal. Um, oh, slide it's, queen. It's a, yeah, it's a custom engraved slide queen pedal. Perfect. So funny. That's awesome. I know. Now, what about you? <laughs> How are you using what you got here? Yeah, so since Megan put the TB Drive Slide Queen Edition on her board, <laughs> I haven't used my Habibi version of it too much. It's like my, it's Tyler's nickname for me. Okay. It was like a Christmas present. It was very sweet, very Great thoughtful. stocking stuffer. You know it. <laughs> but I don't use this as much to have, again, some differentiation. Okay. So I do wind up using the Sugar Sugar Drive, the MXR, quite a lot. And similarly, I treat, you know, you can have different ways of using the HX effects. Yeah, very versatile. But we just keep it within the edit window because we were noticing and some folks who use the HXFX, you may have experienced this as well. When you're just switching out in the main folder, like from patch to patch, you can hear a little bit of a static buildup where it's like uh, a click. Mm -hmm. And so we just have found that if you keep it within this window and just have a series of effects, different trims, different options. Sometimes I use a drop tuning, which is really cool. Like I find this unbelievable, yeah. the math that's happening. Like that speaks back to my days of when I used to like cross tune my guitar mm. way, way low. And so we can just emulate it with this like pitch shifter that is processing so fast. It's unbelievable. Um, but I have basically my two effects pedals wired in so I can turn them on or off using using the actual, using the, the actual HX effects. Yep. I have a slap. I have a fast and a slow trim. I have the Royal Jelly, and I think that we probably use different patches on the Iridium from each other. I actually don't know where you live, but I know that those are different. And then secondarily, um, our front of house engineer is, he's like a mad scientist. And yeah. So he, in conjunction with the folks at XTS here in town, great guys. they built Barry, a, a they're very, awesome. oh, so they're good. so great. But they built a custom component down here, oh. which allows us to have outs for our wireless and a hard line in if our wireless fails, running out a DI line for the Iridium, and oh, then solver. also our vocal mics feed in as well. Okay. So we're sort of like plug and play. So it's just some dark arts in there that we don't fully <laughs> yeah. understand, but we thoroughly appreciate. It's funny, you go over to Barry and the guys at XTS and you're like, give them a problem. You're like, I just cannot figure this out. And like, <laughs> boom. Solution found. Yeah. Real quick. So yeah. So I, we're very lucky. We love these boards. And they've and they've been out on the road now for a year and a half and they we've never had any issues. So shout out Barry. Tried and true. Tried and true. Before we let you ladies go and get into sound checking to your evening, I wanna let you guys play us out. So think about what you want to okay. do. But I, I do want to acknowledge right here on your board, it says rule number one, party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a great surprise as well from our front of house Brendan. Um I didn't know that it was going to be there. And one night on stage, he was like, look, look down at your board, <laughs> like at front of house. And it's true. It's, it's, a, it's a line quoted from, from Lizzo. And the number one rule should be party. Well, hell yeah. You guys bring the party and I'll bring the role. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. You guys saved us all during the pandemic with your covers. Appreciate you. You guys Aww. check out Blood Harmony. 
bad spell on Jimmy Kimmel. I saw that. We ran into Tyler on the plane the other day uh, as we were all driving out to California for what we do. Thank you guys so much. Guys, check out the rig rundowns we got. Check out uh, Lark and Poe. You guys take it away. Thank, Thank you. you.